What is going on, everybody? It is 4.58 in the a.m., and it is time for Archetype Wellness Radio on this beautiful, chilly, but clear Wednesday morning. I'm so excited. The holidays are just around the corner, and that should have you thrilled. And today, I decided that I want to tell you a little bit of a story uh, that I think about a whole lot uh, and that I think is going to be useful for you to hear. And it's actually uh, an old children's story uh, that you may have heard before, but I think we're going to retell it today and then show you kind of where I apply it to my day-to-day life. Now, before I jump into that, I just want to remind you to please make sure to subscribe to Archetype Wellness Radio on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, like it on Facebook when we post it, and then, oh, you can always download the Anchor app and subscribe to us here. But The more you like, the more you share, the more you subscribe, the easier it is for us to do this podcast. And at the end of the day, don't you want to hear me ramble more? It's fun. I enjoy doing it. You know, it kind of uh, occupies me from my drive into work. Anyway, I digress. Um, Today, I'm going to tell you the story of the Little Red Hen. Now, um, the Little Red Hen was a story that my mom told me when I was a really little kid. And that we kind of continually revisited growing up. Uh, And I don't know if she was ever, like, intentionally trying to get me to think about the message. But it's definitely something we talked about. It's still a story that I think about on pretty close to a day-to-day basis. So the story of the little red hen is about this hen that lives in this, this, like, you know, barnyard with all these other animals. And the hen decides one day that it wants to make bread, right? And it knows in order to make the bread, it's got to get a bunch of wheat. It's got to grind it into flour got to go get water and salt and yeast and all the other ingredients it's got to mix it all together it's got to put it in a pan it's got to bake it it's got to come out of the oven at the right time it's got to cool off and you can eat it right so the little red hen knows that that's actually a lot of work in order to make bread and you can imagine it's an anthropomorphic hen it's probably even more difficult to do all those things if you lack things like some uh self-awareness anyway um, <laughs> so the little red hen goes around the barnyard to all the other animals and it asks all the other animals hey, do you want to help me bake this bread and then we can eat it, right? And all the other animals won't do it when they have something else to do or they have no desire uh, to help. And so the little red uh, hen eventually decides that she's just going to bake the bread on her own. So like I said, she grounds the wheat into flour, she adds water, she adds salt, she adds yeast, she puts it in the pan, she bakes it, she lets it rise, she takes it out, she lets it cool. And right as she's about to eat it, that's when all the other animals come out of the woodwork. And all the other animals that wouldn't help her bake the bread Now they're all showing up to eat the bread, right? And the little red hen um, kind of decides at that point, and this is where the story takes a weird turn, that you didn't help me bake the bread, so you don't get to eat it, all right? And so the little red hen proceeds to devour an entire loaf of bread by herself while all the other farm animals look on uh, anxious that they didn't agree to help bake the bread and sad, ultimately, that they have no bread. All right, so um, there's a couple things I like about this story when applied to kind of like day-to-day goal setting and day-to-day working hard. Um, And yet, I think the ending of the story could be very different. Okay, so first of all, uh, it's important to know that when you are trying to do anything, all right, whether it's build a business, get in shape, work on yourself, any kind of goal that you have, and really any kind of arena, it's important to know that there is a really, really good chance that you're going to be doing it all by yourself especially for the first little bit, right? If you're starting something from scratch, you're starting a really ambitious goal, the odds-on favorite is that you are going to have to walk a very lonely road for a while 
while you're trying to get other people involved or even participating in your dream or your vision or your goal, right? It's a hard thing to do. And so you might walk around to all the other, you know, quote unquote animals in your, uh, in your barnyard and say, hey, do you want to help? Hey, do you want to help? Uh, and you're probably going to get a lot of no's, okay? Now, that's okay. That's perfectly fine. It's really hard for people to want to jump in and help, especially when it's new or it's risky or they don't understand the vision. But you're going to hear a lot of no's. So you're going to want to bake that bread. You're going to go around to all the people that could help. And a lot of those people are going to say no, okay? Now, you have to be prepared for that. When I was at uh, college, um, I was about to say where I went to college, and I decided the last minute, which is why my grammar uh, was incorrect, because <laughs> I decided not to say where I went to college. Um, where uh, At the school which I attended, uh, we decided that we were going to do this weight loss challenge for the university uh, my second semester, senior year, as like an independent study project. And it was really, really ambitious, right? And I went around to all the different people that I worked for at the school. I was a student employee uh, of the um, campus rec services department. So I went to all the department heads. I said, hey, will you help me promote this? Will you help me get this message out? Will you help me try to do this? And they all looked up and said, yeah, you got it. This is awesome. It sounds great, right? Um, nobody helped. Absolutely nobody helped, okay? No one chipped in. No one did anything. And I walked around super upset right, that no one was helping me. All these people said they were going to help me. No one actually helped me. This is BS. I can't get over it. And ultimately, I let it sabotage what could have been a really, really cool experience because I spent the entire time being resentful of the fact that no one was helping me, right? But I learned right then and there that if you are going to do something, if you are going to start, uh, you know, start a journey or, you know, uh, a, you know a, a set a goal for yourself that you're going to try to accomplish, whatever it is, you have to be delighted if people end up helping you, but you cannot expect it, okay? You have to agree with yourself that for whatever it is that you're trying to start, you are going to have to do a lot of it, if not all of it, by yourself, at least initially, okay? So the little red hen walked around and asked all the animals, do you want to help me? Do you want to help me? But at the end of the day, she ended up just having to do it herself. And she knew if she wanted to eat the bread, it had to get made and someone has to make it. And if no one's going to help, that means it's got to be you. Okay. So the first thing I like about this story is that if you are going to do something, if you are going to set a goal, you have to be willing to do a hundred percent of it by yourself. It doesn't mean you have to do a hundred percent of it by yourself. It doesn't mean there aren't people that might actually help you. But there are people that you can pull in to make life easier, but you have to be prepared to do all of it by yourself. So if you have a goal, if you have something you're trying to achieve or something you're trying to grow or build, um, you have to acknowledge to yourself that there is a very, very good likelihood that you are going to have to do all of this by yourself. And the people, maybe even people who've agreed to help you out, are not going to be as helpful as you think or as even they anticipated, right? It's nothing against them. It's nothing negative uh, that they're doing to sabotage you. It's just kind of the way it is. It's hard for people to do it, okay? So that's the first thing I like about the story. The second thing I like about the story is that the bread gets made, okay? And when the bread gets made, that's when the little redhead notices that all the people start coming back out of the – or all the animals in the story. I'll stay true to the story. All the animals are starting to come back out of the woodwork that have a part of that bread, okay? You see, people hate risk, all right? People do not want to take risks. It is a human nature kind of a thing. We do not like taking risks as a species, okay? And I think there's even like a biological link 
the fact that, you know, we don't like taking risks because it could mean jeopardizing our own survival, right? I think it's that primal. Um, but we don't like taking risks. However, we do want the fruits of other people's labor, okay? No one wants to bake the bread. Everyone just wants to go to the store and buy it. Or even better, have someone else make it and then give it to us, okay? So it shows that human nature is going to be that once you are through with the struggle, once you are through the tough part, right, uh, people are going to start appearing again. And they're going to say, oh, this is great. Good for you. We knew you could do it. We knew you were capable of this. This is so awesome. You know, how can I, like, you know, be a part of this, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. Again, it's human nature. People are going to be risk averse. However, once you've shown that you have gotten over the risky part or you have put in the hard work that the other people didn't want to do, people are going to be more inclined to come out and take part in it. Okay? And again, it's totally fine. It's nothing against them. It's not some diabolical thing these people are doing. It's just human nature. Okay? Now, the thing that I disagree with in this nursery tale, all right? It's the end of the story. The little red hen doesn't share the bread, okay? Um, that is where I separate myself from the little red hen, okay? First of all, it may feel when you are in those moments where people start to reemerge, you know, from the woodwork, people who said they were going to help and didn't, or people who wouldn't, didn't want to be around to build but want to be around to harvest, you know, it may be human nature to say, you weren't with me then, so you're not going to be with me now. No new friends, no new people. You're on the sidelines and I'm eating this bread by myself, right? Sure. That may be uh, what your instinct is to do, you know? However, doing that will ultimately get you nowhere, okay? You have to be ready to demonstrate some level of grace to the people around you, even when your instinct is to say, no, you didn't help me, so you're never going to help me, and I never want anything to do with you again. Get out of here. You're not part of the posse. All right? That's human nature. However, we've had a long-standing saying in my house growing up, which is when given a choice between justice and progress, take progress. Okay? You may want justice for yourself. You may want to say, uh-uh, shoes on the other foot now. Now I'm the man. You're not. You get to sit on the sideline. But first of all, that person is going to think you're a jerk. They're never going to want to work with you again. And the next time you need help, they're definitely not going to be there because they know that you're just going to turn around at the end if they weren't 100% in and you're going to rub their face in it, okay? You gain nothing that way. There is no progress in that. There might be momentary justice where you get to pat yourself on the back and feel vindicated for doing it by yourself, right? But it doesn't move the ball forward in life, okay? When you have those moments where those people reemerge, it is in your best interest to include them in the later stage of the game for a couple reasons, okay? Number one, you gain nothing if you don't, okay? Like, you know, at the end of the day, this whole thing is about being happy and it's about human experience and it's about connection. And do you want to be known as a person who, you know cut off people around them because they didn't want to be part of their vision from the jump? Or do you want to be someone who's seen as gracious and inclusive and ultimately loving of people, right? That's the first part. And the second part is, once you do that, once you exercise and show people that you have that level of grace and that level of compassion, 
where, yeah, you know what? You may be warned on this on the jump because you weren't sold on the idea, but guess what? There's a seat for you at this table, right? It may not be at the head of a table, but there's definitely a seat for you at this table, right? You're going to get that person on your team. And then the next time you need help, they're going to be more inclined to do so because they know that you're someone who's doing the right thing for the right reasons and ultimately is someone that they can trust, right? Uh, and again, that doesn't mean that you can't make a little note in your mind of, who are the people who really got behind you when the chips were down and when you needed help? And who are the people that ultimately wanted to sit back, wait for the hard work to be done, and then come in and capitalize on your efforts? Okay? That's not to say that you can't kind of keep a mental note of those things. Because the next time you need help, you're going to probably want to go through there and itemize and make sure that you're going to the better people first or the more helpful people first and giving them a bigger piece of the loaf of bread that you're making. Right, as opposed to going back to the people who weren't helpful or who weren't in from Jump Street, uh, and you know you're just kind of noting like, okay, got it. I can still have this person around, but I know that when the chips are down, this is who they're going to be. All right, so that's why I think that nursery, uh, the nursery fable, is so so valuable because there's so many lessons wrapped up in it. At the end of the day, it's your job to make the bread. It's your job to do the hard work. It's not other people's job to jump in and help you with your goal, all right? Um, but it is your job to make sure that you are warm and inviting and inclusive of people who, A, want to help do the work, or B, maybe come to the table late and realize that there's something special going on with what you're doing. And that is a really powerful thing. So today, I urge you to be like the little red hen in a lot of ways. Be ready to do the work. Be ready to go it alone. Be ready to put in the effort and not expect others to put it in as well, right? Don't do it so that others can help you. Do it for yourself. But don't be like the little redhead in that at the end, really it is about sharing, all right? And it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, take note of who you can go to for help and who you can't. But at the end of the day, share that bread with people. You'll be glad you did. Besides, it's in the holiday spirit. That's what I got for you guys today. Please make sure to like, subscribe, share. Tell people about this podcast. Help me grow. If anything in this podcast made you smile or made you go, oh, huh, cool, do me a favor. Just share it on your Facebook, all right? That would be so, so helpful to me in growing this podcast. That's all I need you to do. It's just if you like this, share it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Make it a great day.